0: But anyway, welcome to this edition of Appalachian Shine. This is the official podcast for the Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. I'm JC Swangruber, and today we're going to be joined by a local entertainer and children's author Jamal Potter, and we're going to be hey. talking about his book. How you doing, Jamal? I am absolutely fantastic. Thank you for having me on. So, I guess the first question everybody's going to want to know is like, how are you holding up during this whole self quarantine coronavirus thing? That's the question. Everybody's you know, asking like, each other. To me, I, I, I own and run
1: multiple businesses, so uh, you know, as a small business owner, we have taken a hit in all my businesses. One of them is entertainment. The other one is I own a, a kiosk in the mall in Johnson City, and we do like custom T-shirts and such. And so all everything I do is closed right now. But uh, but but you know, it's, it's it gives you time to slow down to put together things. So I've been doing a lot of things and researching, and, and that way when when we come out of this, I can come out of it swinging and not just you know, I have, I'm good, I have, you know, you kind of, I kind of learned something about myself through all this, honestly, uh, I'm not somebody who often takes breaks, but I realize that I work so much that it literally takes a global epidemic to get me to take a day
0: off, I'm like, okay, so, <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm doing alright. Uh, that says a lot, well yeah, like like you said, hopefully when this is all over with, we've all kind of learned something new about ourselves, and yeah. and about life, kind of put things into maybe a different perspective, and world may be a better place on the other side of this than it was when we went in. Right, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully your business gets, gets kicking off pretty good, uh, pretty quick too, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, with the entertainment side, I, am I'm, I'm of the strong belief that people are gonna, you know, they got cabin fever really, really bad, so once, once this is all over, I feel like the entertainment industry is gonna boom.
0: Yeah, I hope so, and you're, you're located in Norton, right, and it's, uh, uh, J Great Entertainment?
1: Yes, 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 I, I currently live in, uh, north virginia i yes you know, so i'm located in north virginia but the business is named that my entertainment company is called j Great entertainment and it's hard to put like it's hard to put that as far as a location because you know, so far we've traveled to about nine or ten different states to do events and we do things like the biggest draw that we have was we have a uh, dj services we also have inflatables. We also do – we have a photo booth, cotton candy, snow cones, popcorns, paint parties, glow parties, phone parties, characters, balloon animals. I mean, it's we, we, do a, we do a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, and I'm connected with you on Facebook, and I notice like probably not a day goes by you don't have five different things going on. Yeah, so you got to be I'm probably one of the, the busiest people I think I know. Um, but uh, but we're, we talk a little bit about the business and and, and definitely when when things are over with if you need to to contact Jamal um, he'll we'll leave your website up and everything like that too but um, people are stuck in the house they're in with their kids and what better time to to look at maybe getting a children's book for your kids that's so fun and you're a children's author and you're working on another book too. Um, So so
1: the first book, the the name of my book is called Where is the Woodbooger? For those who don't know, Woodbooger is just another name for Bigfoot. And how that came about is I live in North Virginia. North Virginia is legally considered a Woodbooger sanctuary for tourism purposes. On Flag Rock, there's like a a tourist attraction called Flag Rock. You go up there and there's even a statue of a Woodbooger. And so every year they do what's called the Woodbooger Festival. You go up there, you go on top of Flag Rock, there's like a very friendly hiking trail you place characters on you know on, throughout the trail to try to give you a hint on where to find the wood booger. And you know the end you may or may not find them can't give that away on the podcast you got to come and see it for yourself so every year that we did it I was the one that they recruited to write the script I, write it, I wrote the script I created the characters I created the dialogue I, I created every part of it so every year we did a different story we did a different storyline we did different characters so one night, it was one of those midnight ideas that kind of hit me. I was just, some the, the mayor who we work with to do it, he called me and said, hey, you know, we, we will need that script for this year. This is year number five. He said, we'll need the script to put the finishing touches. I said, so sounds good. I'm laying in bed. I'm thinking, this might be a really good kid's book. So the very next day, what I did is I took the script that I already had and I kind of finagled it to where it would be a better, you know, read for kids. And there you go. And then that, that's how that happened. And then from... Conception, uh, August is when the idea hit me. November 2018 is, is when I officially became a published author.
0: That's pretty incredible. And you published it through a local publisher here. And it's yeah. called Where is the Woodbugger?
1: Where is the Woodbugger? yeah. And so the publisher is based out of Abingdon. And it is a hoop book publishing. If you're looking to get a book published, Vicki is fantastic. She's really easy to work with and very easy to contact. And uh, so that the first book is... Uh, where is the wood booger? And it's based off of trying to find the wood booger at, in Flag Rock in Virginia. So I told myself, I said, you know, most authors don't sell 100 copies of the books. Uh, most books that you you don't sell 100 copies. So I told myself, if I sell over 100 copies, then I'm going to write another part, you know, you know, in episode two or another part of the series. So I, currently I have sold about 950 of them.
0: That's so incredible.
1: Like, right. So I was like, okay, so we, I need to write another one. So what I'm doing, the idea that I came up with is – um I thought it'd be a, be fun to try to find the Wood Booger in a bunch of different small areas, uh, and and you know ac- across the country. The next book, book two, is going to be where in the Wood Where's the Wood Booger, and it will be located uh, the brakes in Virginia. That's we're going to be looking at the brakes. Oh, uh, and in book number three, because I've already planned out book two and three. Book number three will be trying to find the Wood Booger at the Bristol Motor Speedway.
0: Oh, that's so, so cool! Well, we, yeah. yeah, I've
1: already contacted them. They're they're on board. They're even going to help me with a little bit of a distribution and such. So, yeah, I, I think you know, I think this series has the potential to be big one day.
0: Uh, can you imagine them selling that at one of the Bristol races in the spring and fall? Oh, uh, it, it would be one of the greatest things ever. I uh, mean, just you would accidentally just, sell 900 on race day. Yeah, just to know yeah. that that
1: many people are are exposed to the book and it would be fantastic. But. I don't want to get ahead of myself, so I'm trying to keep my excitement at bay because that book won't be released until 2021. Okay. And that's book number three. Book number two, I can't I haven't picked an exact release date. The manuscript for book number two is done. It's, it's in the hands of the illustrator. She's been working on it and everything. She's come up with a couple of illustrations in the cover, and everything looks great. I haven't picked a release date because. <laughs> Woo, excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. I haven't picked a release date because I'm not sure when the world will return back to normal. But I'm looking at somewhere around the beginning of the school year. I figure that would probably be the best time, but there's no official date yet.
0: Okay. Now, in addition to just writing the books, you've really made the job easier for a lot of school teachers and librarians in the region because you've been going into the schools with your character, in full character, Scurvy the Pirate, and reading the book to, to students.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for, for so one of the characters in the book is a pirate, so I thought it'd be fun to, to dress up like a pirate and I had the idea of going on like to read at a school. So I read it I read at Norton Elementary first and I live here and I know them and I was like, you know, the kids thoroughly enjoyed themselves, so I kinda branded the character. I just at first I just dressed up like a pirate. But I kids love the character so much that I branded the character as Scurvy the Pirate so that way I could you know, I could do other things other than read that particular book. And then so then I Proceeded to go for from, I read at one school, I think this point I read at about 25 different schools and libraries or something. That tour took place in 2019. was planning another tour for 2020 to start in reading month, you know, in March reading month, but obviously everything happened. So I'm looking at trying to plan a tour for every book that I release, you know, and, and hopefully with the books being in new regions, I can read in new regions as well. So that's also part of why I decided to what I'm calling the spiderweb effect. So the base is North Virginia. So then I want to get areas surrounding Norton, Virginia. So then I, then I want to write books about the areas surrounding the areas surrounding North Virginia. So that way I can, you know, it's close enough to Norton, where people will still want to come to Flag Rock where the first book was published. But it's far enough away so that I can reach a new audience.
0: Yeah. Now, how many schools have you been in so far?
1: Schools particularly, I don't have the list right in front of me, but about 20. Okay. So it was about twenty event, and I'm and I'm looking for someone. I've, I've I've actually hired a publicist to help me try to get into more schools, uh, to more schools to get a little further away because my plate is really full and it's hard to do that. But you know, with I feel like with a little bit of help, everywhere I go, the kids seem to have a really good time. So I'm hoping that with, with the publicist helping me out, that we can we can make this something something huge.
0: Okay. Now, as as far as the uh, I guess our audience here at the foundation, um, our podcast is relatively new, but We've been on Facebook for a while, and I, we're probably about four years old as far as an organization since we've been more active. And our, our base goes from southwest Virginia to east Tennessee to eastern Kentucky and um, right. parts of Ohio, believe it or not. We've even gotten donations as far away as Pennsylvania, um, yeah. I, and we were not even there. So um, how far are you willing to travel to go into schools to, to promote the books and the stories? I'm,
1: I'm- go as far as I possibly can as long as it's cost efficient. I mean, if, if I could go to Utah and read to an elementary school in Utah, even if I wasn't leaving with a whole bunch of money in my pocket or, you know, I don't care I don't care to, to finance the trip at all. It's, it's if you know, if, if I were to go to, you know, because here I, I will read to one day, read to a school one day on a Monday, then it might not read again until next Monday. But if I were to go to, let's say if I were to go somewhere far away, it would have to be a little bit more planned out to where I'm reading to multiple schools in a day to where I can try to, you know,
0: okay.
1: you know get, get the most bang for, the, for the, my time out there. But I'm willing to go as far as I possibly can. Okay, and, and so. It doesn't take much. All I need is a book and my
0: costume, and I'm good to go. So it's very feasible. You can get to eastern Kentucky and uh, even as a little further, like Withville and, and, and um, Christiansburg and areas like that. I
1: would absolutely go to those areas. I would go as far as Washington State if, if they decided they wanted me to come over there. Because this is something that, because, and that, that's one thing about being an author and the way the world is now, the world is a lot smaller than what it was before. So it's like, you know, I read a book here, and I read a book, and then I, I read a book online, I record it, and and I put it on uh, my YouTube channel to where you can see the Scurvy the Pirate, and somebody in australia can see the book or somebody like i believe i sold one copy in france or something and then so if people you know people see it from further away to see what i'm doing and they say hey we want you there I, you know, I i am not gonna say no that's not that's impossible i'm gonna we, we just it, it would take a little bit more planning but we will be able to figure it out if i have people that are willing to work with, okay. work with
0: me. Sorry. all right because i know two or three teachers that listen to the show so tell your I, librarians definitely i th-
1: would absolutely Are they all these? We can set it up. I can contact them. They can contact me. I know now is a tough time because we don't know when we're going back to school. But I would absolutely do it, and I could and I could do it to where, you know, for those who haven't heard the first book, I can read both books. So I can read when they release the second book, I can uh, release. I can read both books in a day because what the way I do it is I don't charge schools to let me read there because I know schools have budgets and when you fight with the school's budget, it's just not going to work. So what the way I do it is is. I would, before I go to the school, they send a note home saying that, you know, that Jamal Potter is going to be there reading his book. If you'd like to have a copy of the book, if you'd like your kid to have a signed copy of the book, then send money with him on the day that I'll be there. And and that went and I bring books with me. I autograph them and, you know, the teachers collected and then I give the books, you know, I hand them the books as I'm there. So that way they get something more than just paying me to show up. And, you know, they get a book and it, it helps me with the cost. It helps me offset the cost a little bit.
0: And it takes a little stress off the teachers and librarians, too, from trying to find so many things that they have to do to fill that time with students.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, it, yeah, I thought, it, you know, it's one of those things I thought it was a really good thing to do, like, either right before or right after SOLs when kids are stressed out and they relax. And they need to take their mind off of it. You know, when I read the kind of show that I put on, I encourage kids to, to get loud and, and expel some of that energy and, and let's, you know, let's have a good time. And so that way they can unwind and we can all be goofy and silly together. It's not every day you get to see a pirate.
0: And a pirate that does a wood booger dance, by the way.
1: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) If you go on YouTube and look at the dance, I created a dance to – help uh, promote the book. It's called The Wood Booger Boogie, and it's me and a friend of mine who's a dance instructor, and we're doing The Wood Booger Boogie together, and it's it's really silly, but I had a good time making it. And with that, I I wrote the lyrics, I recorded it, I made the the instrumental track, I, I did it. Everything from start to finish, except for I just had to have somebody a videographer The videographer's name was anthony Keyes and he's great at what he does and the, the, my dance instructor that helped me out his name is kevin glassbury he calls him we call him casper and he's also fantastic at what he does and it's, we just have a really good team put together
0: now the book did, um did you do all the uh the drawing of it
1: no no i did not the illustrator i actually found it through facebook i posted a status saying i was writing a book and looking for an illustrator and so people would tag people that knew it was an illustrator and so i went through down the line contacting them and, and a lot of what happened is the one that I contacted it didn't turn out the way I wanted to or they they didn't finish the work. They, they gave me a sample but didn't finish it but then I ran into one. Her name is Courtney Farmer. She ended up being the one that, that she her, her work looked great. She was dedicated to the project. She's a fantastic artist and so You know, and now me and Courtney, you know, I plan to have Courtney illustrate as many books as possible for me because she's really great and she's really easy to work with. And we have, we've actually become friends But you know, we've actually become friends with her and her family and she, you know, they're really nice.
0: Oh, that's, uh, that's great. So on on Amazon, the book is actually under $10. So if if you're at home and you have your kids at home, uh, man, that is a really inexpensive way to entertain the heck out of your kids with a really fun story.
1: Yeah. And you know, and, I, to me, that was the most important thing to me is to make it, uh, to make it affordable. I mean, I, you want to get you, you want to, you want to be able to, you know, to, to make a buck from it. But if you want to be a writer, you know, if you, you you know, 2020, 2009, you're not publishing a book because you think it's gonna make you rich. Like that's just that's just not the way it is. You're doing it for the love of the writing. For me, it's for the to be able to perform my my book and to call it my book and to take it into schools and and it's there's something to say about watching a kid light up words that you wrote you know it's, it's something to say about that so yeah and and so every store that I sell my book at you know I, I want to make sure that they they do the same thing it's ten dollars or less I don't want anywhere you go I don't want if they wanted to sell my book I don't want it any more than ten dollars
0: yeah that's good I mean that's good because I write books too you know we're both part of an author's guild and it's uh right. selling books is hard enough to do but yeah trying to people work too hard for the money to spend 20 bucks on a book you know I mean it's yeah
1: and, and, and I'm not, not to take anything away from any author. If you feel like that's what people should pay for your book, I absolutely I take nothing away from you. That's perfectly fine. I'm saying this model works best for me. This is what works best for me, and this is what I like. And and in the back of my book, there's a, there's actually coloring pages as well. There's a, I'm gonna, I plan to do a coloring page for every area that I go to. Like this one has a, a picture of flag rock, and it gives a brief description of flag rock, and then it has pictures that you can color. It also has pictures... It also has a page that says, draw a picture of what you think the Wood looks like. And it has a hashtag, my, my, my Instagram, um, at, at the Wood book. So that way you can show me a picture. You can send me that picture to Instagram, and I will post it to my Instagram so so people can see that, you know, the, the artwork that you, that, you, that your kid has, has, uh, has, has drawn or colored or however you want to put
0: it. Well, that's awesome. So um, so they can find you on YouTube. They can find you on Instagram now. You're, you're on Facebook. And do you have your own website? Uh, what's the uh, entertainment website? The entertainment is, website
1: is www.jgreatent.com. So it's jgreatent as in entertainment.com. And, and you can find links to buy the book there. You can find links to the Instagram there. so It connects all my social medias on, the, on that website. And you can see all the different services that we offer.
0: Okay. So what we'll do is uh, I'll I'll post all this up on our Facebook page for people over there at the foundation to see as well. And I'll uh, post the link up to the Amazon link for your book, and uh, as well as well as the podcast link. So, hey, Jamal, I appreciate you th- uh, coming on today to talk about the book. And hopefully no some problem. parents out there will, you know, if you're looking for something to keep your kids entertained while they're not doing homework, then, you know, uh, take a look at the book. Thank
1: you. Thank you for having me so much.
0: Yeah, hey, I appreciate it, Jamal. We'll talk soon.
1: That sounds good, sir. Yeah. You have a good evening. Take care. Stay healthy.
0: All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this edition of Appalachian Shine. Thanks, Jamal, for coming on. Really do appreciate that. It's a great book. I've actually got to see Jamal do a presentation about how he works in schools with uh, with the book and with children and the process of going through the book and actually the whole process of going through making the uh, Wood Booger Boogie dance. And uh, so check him out on YouTube and definitely check it out on Amazon. Follow us on the Facebook. Um, just look for us, uh, Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. We'll have the links to all this up there as well. And you can find us online at supportappalachia.org. Uh, certainly do uh, thank everybody for your time and, and appreciate your support, especially during these rough times. Hopefully uh, introducing you uh, to a few more artists during the course of this whole pandemic, um, especially local authors. Uh, we'll take advantage of support our local artists and authors because, you know, we need them as much as they need us. Because my view is our local artists, they, help define who we are as a culture and a people, and it's so so greatly appreciated. So thanks again for tuning in to Appalachian Shine. We'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, everyone, take care and stay safe.